Hey everyone, welcome to the Magical Healing the World podcast. My name is David, here with my lovely wife, Miss Megan. Hey everyone. And we're chatting with you tonight. You know, last podcast episode, we spoke about all the absolute divine things that are happening at our retreats and how things are just picking up in the collective and rolling into 2023. The initial intention was to be raw, what do we say, 80, 90% of the year. Um, And a huge part of the food shift is really intuitively listening to your body. And we're at a really interesting point that we want to share with you all. I've had some incredible discoveries about how, at least in my personal experience, to become the most efficient healing vessel uh, and instrument for God and ayahuasca to utilize me in ceremony. Uh, Megan's had some incredible epiphanies in regards to her healing journey uh, with her stomach and where that's going in regards to how to eat right now and the rest of this year. So we want to share all that with you. What we're also going to be speaking about is the importance of balance. It's so, so easy to get caught up in everything we're doing day to day and the do, do, do. And, uh, you know, there's a a big part of this conscious shift is the rebalancing of the masculine and the feminine energies and masculine both energies are fantastic but it's very easy to get caught up in the masculine which is do 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 there's a time for doing but if you get too much of that it completely disregards the feminine aspect of relaxing and flow so that can happen in business and personal so we're going to be speaking about both of those um today so we're pumped to talk to you about that now in regards to the food journey I had a really interesting experience, and I'll start us off um, at the last ayahuasca retreat that we did at our domestic at our uh, 23-acre spot here in New Braunfels. We decided to do a juice fast, so we did about a 15-day juice fast rolling into the retreat. And I've facilitated ayahuasca a number of times at this point, um, but never on a juice fast. So at the 15-day mark, my, my, my body was incredibly alkaline, and y'all, let me tell you, uh, I was so much more of an effective healing instrument. The way ayahuasca worked through me uh, to help transmute the deepest energies of trauma people were bringing. Uh, For those that have sat with me in ceremony, we all have different spiritual gifts and abilities, but I have a very unique ability, a very unique spiritual gift of being able to transmute some of the most dense energies uh, for people, and exorcisms are very real, as we've discussed before, and I have a a spiritual ability to perform exorcisms, to be able to pull out some of the most dense demonic energies and transmute those, and y'all... On average, before this, I would say one to two really intense purges and transmutations happen in a in a ceremony for me. I did five, five in in this this time, and I attribute so much of that to the juicing. It was the alkalinity. It was that electro energizing food, that sustenance that was flowing through my body. I was so alkaline. Um, so when I realized that the people healed it, like they did their own work 100%. But as the shaman, as my teachers always taught me, Master Shaman Danilo, it's 50% the medicine, 50% the shaman. And as the shaman utilizing what gifts God has given me to transmute energies, there was a depth of so much more dense energies and darker energies transmuted because of the juicing. It was mind-blowing. And then 
<laughs> Megan usually helps out and assists and uh, absolutely crushes it with me in regards to serving. Uh, and long story short, she ended up literally chefing for the entire retreat, y'all, with with facilitators, with everything. It was like 30 people. She ended up chefing for about 30 people, but made absolutely delicious healing foods for everyone. So uh, it was a really cool change. It was a really cool different experience. Obviously, I love having her in ceremony there with me, but she was nourishing the souls that came in after their intense experiences and I was holding well, and it. I was showing people how like plant-based food can actually mm-hmm. taste good. You know, like there's like oh like this tastes healthy, you know? <laughs> and like that it, it, not all vegan food has to be processed, to, you know, to taste good and yada yada. So yeah, she made some really delicious vegan alkaline foods, and uh, it was it was an incredible retreat. But I'm saying that because it made such a profound impact on me, seeing and feeling what, how much more of uh, how much more effective I can be in my purpose and helping people heal at the deepest levels. Well, and what's <laughs> well, I was actually on day 16 of juice fasting <laughs> when I was chefing. And I wasn't able, it was driving me nuts. Like oh I wasn't gosh. able, I like for three days I was preparing all the food, a lot of the food that I could Delicious. beforehand, before the retreat started. And it was driving me nuts because I was like, I can't even taste it. Like, I don't know. Like, did I put enough of this, that, like, you know what I mean? And I did. I broke on day, on day 16 or for so on day 17, I was like, I really want to know what this food tastes like. So, um, but you know what? I, I, don't I, I'm not like giving myself like guilt over it. Like it happens. I'm human, and like I was proud of myself for doing the 16 days, you know. And uh, what I've come to the conclusion now for me, what I'm what I'm doing right now is, you know, I've never drank enough water. Like I have been dehydrated, so like really, like my whole life historically in the past. Like I'm not even kidding, y'all. Like I was just never thirsty. Ever like I was never thirsty, and so like I like there's sometimes I'm like I, did I even drink water today? Like I might have had a glass like the entire day, like my whole life. Like you know that's crazy, and I didn't realize how crazy it was. Then when I well, and I started getting into the juicing, I just completely cut water out. Really, I was like, oh, there's chemicals and so much of it. So I was like, I'm just juicing 100. That's hydrating me, and it's like true alkaline water coming from the you know juicy fruit, which is true. Um. But, you know, when I'm not juice fasting, even when I'm like ju- drinking juice when I, you know, versus water, when I do get thirsty, I'm not drinking it on the level that I am when I'm juice fasting. You know what I mean? It's like when I'm like eating foods, it's like I'll eat foods, but I just never am thirsty. And so it's one of those things that I've, I've had a hard time making myself do it. And uh, I had divine guidance to increase my water intake. So for 30 days, my whole goal is, you know, goal is eating like 80%, you know, raw, plant-based, you know, and then just the main goal for the 30 days is just at least the minimum 64 ounces of water, which is a crazy amount for me. And I got to tell you, like I could notice a difference within one day, but it's been three days of it so far. And I notice a big big difference um in the way I look and feel from that and so I'm like oh wow something so simple really um and that's making a difference and then I am committing to doing a 60-day juice fast after that 
And then from there, I will assess what what I'm feeling. Like, do I want to eat raw plant-based at that point? Do I want to go another 30 days of juicing at that point? Um, my body will tell me, you know, do, mm-hmm. do I, do I want to, you know, eat just mono fruit fruits for a bit? Do I, you know, fruitarianism, do I want to have some cooked foods, you know, um, I'll figure all of that out. You know, um, I think cooked foods is a minimum, but, um, cooked, you know, plant-based foods is a minimum, but it's something that, um, I feel is, you know, nice to have a little bit of balance with too, you know, because it is a crazy up and down journey. Even when you know, this is what's going to be the thing that really is going to give you the healing that you're needing and the addiction of food and the cravings and the taste and all of it, it is just so real, but, um, it's been a journey, one, one, one crazy journey for me and for us. And it's been a, like years, you know what I mean? And like, we're finally to this part where we're really, really, you know, evolving with that and taking it to another level, which I'm really happy about. And like David's been crushing it, you know, he's actually juicing right now. And I'm not juicing with them. I'm just focusing on just drinking a ton of water, you know, carrying around a 64-ounce jug of water and drinking water all day. Yeah, and, you know, I want to make a point of that. I can't reiterate enough how the wild the food journey has been. Um, and there's a very subtle distinction. Um, you know, it's a subtle distinction like I spoke about on past podcasts uh, in my conscious awakening journey of being able to listen to either is it you that's thinking it or is it the spirit within you that's divine guidance that's saying it? There's a subtle distinction. And with food, there's a subtle distinction between is this a craving that I'm having because of chemicals or is this what my body is telling me? And I'm really proud to say we are really starting to be able to feel into no, this is my body telling me this is something that I need to have. Um, because there is a distinction between that. So um, it's beautiful. I'm really excited about this. I'm excited about this transition and this growth in the food area. And yeah, as Megan mentioned, um, uh, a big piece of, uh, you know, when I, when I facilitate ayahuasca, I'm also getting lessons. I'm getting like some powerful lessons and wisdoms and she's always teaching me too. I've learned how to listen to ayahuasca and I can like get the lessons and they come through and I can kind of hear when to go into stillness so I could hear. And the big lesson last time was dedication to service. How dedicated are you to your path? Because the more dedicated you are, all these other things fall into place. Um, So it really made me check myself to see my, how dedicated I am, which I am dedicated, but she showed me even deeper level. I say all that to say, I realized how much more effective I was. So I was like, okay, I want to try a 20, 21 day juice fast. I did a 15, 16 day. I want to do a 21 day juice fast, just a little longer to see how, uh, if it would be even more effective, um, in this upcoming retreat that I'm going to be facilitating because the next one is a Columbia retreat where my teachers are going to be facilitating and I absolutely still assist them, but they're master shamans that have been doing it for 20 years. So they, they pretty much run that show. Um, so it's not as much, um, as a responsibility on me. So this is a great one for me to go in. So I'm, I'm on day, I think 10 or something, I don't know, nine or 10 or something like that, uh, of my juice fast. And it's going absolutely fantastic. Actually, uh, the cravings obviously come and go. 
that's just like a normal piece, but it's it's really fantastic. And I do want to take a, a minute to notate this, anyone out there, this really beautiful combination of being in flow for me and just stresses, the, the, the thought of the stress will come up and it goes away so quickly um, and there's no attachment to it when you combine the juice fasting with stillness, with the stillness practice. Every single morning I've gotten up, um, especially this past week, I've been really dedicated to it, uh, gotten up, went right into breath work. Um, not long. You don't have to do it long. I do it for like 10 minutes of breath work. And then I do 15 minutes of a uh, stillness and that just that little thing, as soon as you wake up creates a uh, kind of a ripple effect of so much peace throughout your day. And you really don't attach to your thoughts and you can see the thoughts come and you can choose whether to run with the thought or not. So I have a thought come up and I'm like, no, nope, eh, don't, that's not my truth. That's not my reality. And I'll let it go. It's a really cool, but it's, it's a, it's a combination. It, it seems to me it's not one or the other. Uh, for me, it's for at least me in my experience, it's a combination of the juicing to cleanse the chemicals and cleanse the toxins and have that alkaline clear channel as well as the stillness. So it's the physical body and the mental it's both the mental and the physical. And then of course, from a spiritual standpoint, if you're like being ethical and doing all the right thing, your spirit's going to be cleansed and feel good too. So that's my plan. I'm going to do this for 21 days. And then my next goal going into uh, February, I'm my, I'm going to also going to be juicing, but I'm going to allow myself one raw meal a day. Um, just to kind of feel how that would affect it. I don't think it's going to affect it much at all. Um, and Megan is like, I couldn't have more of a divine partner that kind of, um, is, is that other piece of anything that I'm doing. She's like assisting that. And same thing with me and her, her, me, her and me. Um, so she makes amazing foods and always has great ideas. So I'm going to give myself one meal a day and be juicing the rest of the day. And then when I roll into the Columbia ayahuasca retreat, which y'all should come, we still got some spots left and it's going to be divine 10 days, five ceremonies. Um, I, I can test that out because I'm going to have my teachers there. So we definitely wanted to share that with you. We're really happy about that. And we're going to, uh, really feel into our bodies when it's done and see where we're going. You know, it's, it's funny. You can plan for, there's such a massive shift of evolving right now that I feel like you could definitely make plans for sure. Make plans, but it's kind of funny because things can shift any day, any moment almost. So really getting more and more in tune with your body to continuing to do your inner work, being real with yourself, coming back to love as much as you can and being in tune with your body, I think is really the most stable way to plan. <laughs> um, but yeah, we wanted to share that with you. The other piece we really wanted to share was, uh, the aspect of balance, you know, we, Megan and I have been, this movement really took off this past three, two, two to three years, like really took off. And Megan and I are both so dedicated to this path. And uh, it's such a, it's an honor and a blessing to see people right in front of our eyes completely transform, like come in one person, uh, just crushed and sad and depressed and angry and super sick and leave full of joy, like with massive healing. And just it's, it's, I can't put it into words. So we're so dedicated to it. We know God's called us to this path. So we've been so dedicated to it, which is a good thing. However, 
you know, self-admittedly what we're doing. And I take, I'll take the onus for this really. Uh, you know, everyone has their own experience, but in my experience, there's a masculine, feminine, energetic dynamic. And the, the feminine is like the Oracle, the intuitive Oracle. Um, and the, the masculine is the lead. And I kind of put the, the mission and our purpose and everything on the front and us a little on the back burner. So we started to realize we really needed to make time for us. And we haven't done that in so long. Obviously, we've traveled, but all of our travel has been dedicated around serving, which is fine. But it's very different when you travel somewhere beautiful, and you're like, have a responsibility of 15 souls that are coming on their last limb. You know, you have a responsibility there, you're working, it's beautiful, but it's not like time that you can truly energetically settle and relax for each other. So we decided to book a trip to Costa Rica and we kind of did it a little last minute, really, uh, and just freaking went to Costa Rica. The plan was a week. We ended up staying like a week, two weeks and just for us. And we ended up renewing our vows, just me and her. And it was so beautiful. It was like this incredible setting in one of the most special places. We didn't even plan. We, we've been to different parts of Costa Rica. This was uh, the part with the rainforest. And y'all, not taking away at all from our vow renewal because it was so sacred and so special. <laughs> But one of the most incredible things, and I don't want to speak too much on it because I do want Megan to go into this, but I've never in my life seen a live in-person connection with a wild animal as I did Megan with one very special little species. Oh, yeah. So first off, we love Costa Rica. It's a very special place to us. I mean, yeah, it's like... It, it is the day. new earth. I mean, I mean, it's definitely we want to um, obviously be able to touch as many people as we can. And so we want to have, you know, places and multiple different, you know, places that we love. And in Costa Rica is just one of those amazing special places. I mean, it's really heaven on earth and it's just amazing. And it's beautiful. The wildlife is amazing. Um, my curls like on point there. Um, but yeah, we were in the rainforest and we hadn't really explored that area, that part of Costa Rica yet. And the monkeys were just, oh my gosh. Um, I was just able to easily connect with them and, uh, they would follow us everywhere. Like anytime we would like change rooms, everywhere. they would find us. And monkeys, two families. Yeah, and there was two different kinds: the white-faced monkeys. Which I could see how they could be kind of like, kind of you know, a little scary. Um, but the monkeys that I loved, that were just so sweet, were the squirrel monkeys. Like, oh my gosh, like they were like crawling up my leg and like we have oh. videos and pictures. Yeah, it was amazing, amazing. Yeah, if you guys follow uh, either of us on Facebook, uh, we put a bunch of pictures and videos up of it. It was so special. Yeah, and I, I'm, not, I'm not sure if we mentioned this, you know, in the last episode, but when we did go there and renew our vows, um, we took a, a LSD, which is really, really special to us, and it's how we fell in love or transitioned from friends to something more, and it's just, oh, it was really, it's a really divine thing for us, and we don't do it often, you know, and, anymore, and and uh, it was just so amazing because it was like a really gentle dose of it, and um, like my heart was just wide open, like all the feels, all the emotions, 
and like the sun setting was beautiful overlooking the ocean we're in Costa Rica and it was just me and him and I'm in this like line I look like I was dressed to go to a festival it's <laughs> hilarious but um everything was just so perfect it really was it was um like one of if not the most special day it really was and yeah LSD you know, if you follow us, you probably don't have a problem with it at this point. And you're probably on the wrong podcast if you do. Uh, but no, we, uh, it's, it's such a special medicine to us. And I personally don't believe anything we've ever been told about any of these medicines. My personal opinion, it was not created in a lab by man. I think it was a gift from extraterrestrials, uh, from, from aliens, uh, from really special benevolent beings that are, were extra like intel intelligences that are helping humanity. So I think that is where it's actually from because it is so divine. Um, so yeah, it was just it was so so special. And I say all that because we needed that. We needed that so much. You know, we've put our heart and soul into this work, and we always will. Um, but we were starting to serve almost from a, from an unfull cup, so we really needed to regenerate our regenerate ourselves. And our incredible team stepped up to help watch all our babies at home in our house. It was so amazing of them, um, and it was great. We came back and we after our vow renewal, and we're back ready to go, ready to rock. And uh, really cool announcement, by the way, we have officially as a nonprofit. Uh, Plant Medicine Church hired our first two ever employees. So we just ran payroll for our first two ever employees. Uh, so the movement is growing in so many ways. And we truly, from the bottom of our hearts, thank every one of you that are listeners. Um, it wouldn't be what it is without every one of the supporters. So we appreciate y'all so much. We're here for you so, so very much. Please know that. Uh, please know you can heal from anything. And, um, you know, anyone that you know that needs healing, that needs hope, the world has convinced so many people that you have to live with chronic disease your whole life, that you have to live with depression your whole life, that you have to live with anxiety your whole life, that you have to live with autoimmune your whole life. And that's bullshit. You can heal from anything. Um, so anyone you know that's like that, please share. Share what we do. Share our message, whether they find healing with us or anyone else. The, the important thing is they find healing. Um, but we're, we're here. We're here for anyone out there. And again, I, I want to reiterate, we have a really special, unique opportunity um, next month for anyone that knows in their heart, they're ready. They're ready to heal on the deepest level. They're ready to transform. Uh, they're ready to step into their power. Uh, next month, February 19th, we have a 10-day ayahuasca retreat, five, five nights of ayahuasca with Master Shaman Danilo, our teacher, and Mary, and uh, just most amazing souls in the beautiful mountains of Colombia. Um, and we're taking whoever is aligned and whoever divinely feels called to that retreat to our sacred land that we bought with our teachers. They're going to be the first people ever to set foot on that land outside of our teachers that and hold ceremony up there. So we still have about five or six spots left for that. Please reach out to us if it calls to you. We'd be honored to have you with us. Uh, we have payment plans, all kinds of stuff, and the early bird special is still good. So uh, thank you all so much for listening. Balance, balance, balance. Make time for you. Make time for your loved ones. Make time for 
you know, this again, I'm going to be speaking in depth in one of the upcoming podcasts about the masculine, feminine, energetic dynamic. And that goes into so many things. But even your day to day life, there is a time for doing, there is a time for inspired action. That's that masculine component. But there's a time for rest, there's a time for flow, there's a time for fun, there's a time for creativity, there's a time for joy. And if you're imbalanced, it's going to show up in your reality in different ways. It's all about that balance. And the world right now is heavily in the masculine. So it's much easier right now to fall into that do, 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 which just causes stress. And it doesn't even get you as far as you could go anyway without that feminine aspect. So um, make time for you and your loved ones. And you got to be intentional about it. You, you do have to be intentional about it because it's easy to get caught up in the day to day. So it makes all the difference in your experience and your effectiveness. So, so much love to you all. Thanks for joining us tonight. Um, we look forward to chatting with you and seeing you again. And hopefully one day we get to see you in person at one of our healing experiences. We love you all so much. Happy healing. Happy healing.